Hey everyone, it's Robert Yaminen here, and welcome to the I Hear Design podcast. If you're a regular listener, thanks for tuning in again to today's broadcast. And as you know, we're in the third and final installment of our series on wellness, and I hope you've enjoyed it thus far. If you're new or haven't checked out the previous episodes uh, in our series on wellness, I encourage you to do that as we've been talking about wellness from a couple of different angles, including looking at biophilic design and what that entails, as well as a a more in-depth look at what exactly goes into healthy buildings. So for today's broadcast, uh, I wanted to focus on another important design element that plays a vital role in designing for human health. And specifically, we're going to talk a little bit more about lighting and wellness. Um, You know, by now, I think everyone understands the role that daylighting plays uh, in the creation of sustainable interiors. Uh, What with the popularity of LEED over the past 20 years or so and the credits that you can achieve just by simply, you know, increasing the amount of natural light in a space. And thankfully, that's been a big focus of LEED um, because not only is the lighting better, but there are often beautiful views to the outdoors that people can take in uh, and so forth. But as a side note, I personally think the bigger issue is that people don't spend enough time throughout the day, you know, actually looking out of those beautiful views because we're all glued to our screens. (laughs) But that's another topic for another podcast or maybe even a book. I don't know. But anyway, as of recently, um, the focus in the industry has definitely shifted toward impact the daylighting and lighting systems have uh, not only on the energy efficiency of buildings, but on human health specifically. And the question I ask myself, and maybe you do too, is yes, but how much impact does lighting really have on our health? And the answer I found um, is quite a bit actually. So according to the International Well Building Institute, uh, well-designed lighting systems can actually help improve productivity, uh, support a restful night's sleep, and enhance the overall experience of being in a space. And, you know, that that all sounds positive to me, and we'll get into some of the research and tools that are available to you listeners out there. But before I do, I wanted to touch on something I read um, in an article on Forbes.com recently that talked about the impact lighting has on humans. And because I, I was struck by the simplicity of the science and even the history behind our relationship to light and how it's evolved over time that I think you'll find Um, pardon the cheesy pun, illuminating. (laughs) So here's a a short excerpt uh, from that article that I'd like to read here. We have evolved with natural light. Until 100 years ago, our days were filled with bright sunlight and our evenings were lit with the soft, warm glow of a flame. We are programmed to respond to the daily and seasonal variations of natural light. Unfortunately, most of us don't get enough natural light during the day and get too much artificial light at night. Our bodies crave bright, blue-rich light during the day to see and feel our best. We depend upon biological darkness at night or the absence of blue light to relax, recover, and sleep. However, artificial lighting has been optimized for the absence of darkness for visual tasks. The focus on energy efficiency leads to unnatural blue-green light and unhealthy indoor spaces with too little light during the day and too much light at night. Artificial light allows us to see it does not support our emotional, aesthetic, or psychological well-being. Uh, it continues just a little bit more here. Natural light contains an even balance of all the colors of the spectrum and changes with the time of day, time of year, and location on Earth. In addition to the rods and cones we use to see, the human eye has a third class of photoreceptors called IPRGC, 
intrinsically photosensitive retinal ganglion cells, which sense the time of day and synchronize our hormone cycles. The bright blue-rich light of day tells our bodies to be awake and alert and allows us to see fine details and colors accurately. The soft, warmer light of sunset and candlelight highlights skin tones and signals our bodies to relax, recover, and sleep. Exposure to the daily cycles of natural light is critical for synchronizing the hormone cycles that regulate our energy, metabolism, mood, sleep, and overall health and well-being. And there you have it. But seriously, that all of that makes so much sense to me. And I wonder why it's taken us so long to catch on, you know? I mean, I think it's it's what also amazes me about biophilia in general and biophilic design, that, that there's so much intelligent design behind it. And I'm glad the lighting industry is beginning to study natural light more in depth and how we can better un, uh, better harness it to improve human health. And science is backing up these claims too, by the way. So according to the lighting practice, um, scientific studies are underway that analyze the impact um, of artificial light on human circadian rhythms. And so far, uh, those studies in the healthcare industry, for example, show that tunable white light technology can improve patient outcomes and caregiver well-being by mimicking natural light patterns that support our you know, human circadian rhythms. And I know we hear a lot about circadian rhythms and how it's you know basically the body's natural system to govern sleep, but the way it impacts health isn't always clearly stated. And so in doing some more reading, I learned that any deviation from our body's natural circadian rhythm can negatively affect sleep, appetite, and mood patterns, which in turn can affect emotional and physical well-being as well as our attentiveness. So in other words, exposure to proper lighting or, or lack thereof can have a measurable effect on our health. Other studies I came across um, indicate that uh, while tunable white light provides visual cues to the human body that may you know, influence sleep and wake patterns, long-term exposure to specific wavelengths, wavelengths of artificial light uh, may have a greater impact to human health and circadian rhythms. That's why you're hearing so much these days about how lighting technology is currently being developed um, that'll help identify those wavelengths and create a balance that's uh, much closer to natural light. So that's kind of the science part of what I wanted to address in today's broadcast, but I also wanna to touch on some of the tools that are out there uh, that relate to the projects you guys are working on. Because as rating systems like FitWell and the Well Building Standard are growing in popularity, knowing how lighting fits into them is an important step in the process of creating uh, healthier and more functional spaces, obviously. So to that end, I found out that the International Association of Lighting Designers, along with the Well Building Institute and the Lighting Industry Resource Council, uh, they recently introduced new guidelines for lighting manufacturers uh, to help lighting designers and specifiers more easily determine if their designs are, are going to meet the Well Building uh, Standard criteria. Because with so many more projects seeking Well Certification, uh, what's happening is, you know, providing de designers with information in a consistent format uh, is a little more challenging, but it's an important step in, in helping to ensure that lighting products can be easily and correctly specified, according to the IALD. So the lighting industry is essentially trying to make it as easy as possible for designers and man manufacturers and building operators to create these spaces that help people thrive, which is great news if you ask me. Because what guidelines like these do is help create alignment within the lighting industry that allows people all over the world to basically just speak the same, same language when creating lighting environments that support health and well-being. 
So in other words, like different members of the lighting industry can come to an agreement on how to present lighting and like important lighting metrics and ultimately advance product innovation, which is pretty exciting and uh, great for the industry as a whole, I think. So for those of you out there that may not be that familiar with Well just yet, um, the Well version 2 or V2 pilot that was launched in 2018 uh, includes a revised section for light, uh, which represents one of 10 concepts covered by the, the Well rating building system. And as a quick review, those 10 concepts are air, water, nourishment, movement, thermal comfort, sound materials, mind, community, innovation, and of course, light. And as I understand it, the well light concept promotes exposure to light and aims to create lighting environments that are optimal for visual, mental, and physical health. And within that category, there's actually eight features that define um, all of the specific technical requirements that you need to know. Um, some of which need documentation and validation from lighting manufacturers uh, to help designers and specifiers determine if, if they do meet the criteria. So to help with the process, um, the new lighting guidelines I, I just mentioned provide some best practices on the technical requirements of four of the features that require documentation, which are circadian lighting, glare, color rendering, and flicker. So for anyone that's out there that's looking for more resources on the specifics uh, for lighting as it relates to well, uh, be sure to check out the International Association of Lighting Designers and the Lighting Industry Resource Council websites where you'll find um, more resources to explore. Well, that's uh, all the time we have for today. Uh, I want to thank everybody again for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed this series on wellness and that you tune in again in the coming weeks to the I Hear Design podcast. Uh, where we'll be talking about the importance of mentorship and then also what's happening uh, within the wall coverings industry and as well as a new series on technology coming up in a few weeks. So that's all for now. Be well, everyone.